Hey guys and welcome to the Tiny House Travel Girl podcast. Um, my name is Nora and this is my first try to make a podcast. So please show some mercy if I fuck up at the first time. But I'll do my best to present you some lovely content that is not just here to, um, you know, work on my self-esteem or whatever, but to actually tell you something interesting. So, so maybe I should start with a few facts about myself. So, as I just told you, my name is Nora. I'm 27 years old. I'm currently in Austria, um, which isn't always the case since I'm one of the so-called travel girls. And... Yes, this is not just a hashtag on Facebook, uh, but frankly, I love to use it. Um, but um, yeah, I'm one of those girls, like, always on a run, having some sort of, like, gypsy jeans or whatever you might call it. So you can find me not only here in Austria, but also, like, anywhere on the planet. Well, basically not anywhere, because I have a fable for, like, northern countries, so... I lived in Finland, I visited Sweden, Norway is really on top of my list, as well as Iceland, and I spent the major time of the summer in Alaska. So, I would like to share some of my thoughts about those countries and other places I visit um, with you. And also, I'm not just a travel girl, but I'm also a tiny house girl. Um, I live in a super, super, super small flat, and um, when you have a look at the tiny house movement, it might fit into their criteria, because I'm, I think I'm far below their, like, um, size that is allowed to have, to actually call your place a tiny house. Um, so I have, like, 22 square meters I live in. It's basically one bigger, <laughs> if you can call it, one bigger room. And um, just a small kitchen-bathroom. Um, um, but I want to be frank with you, it's not a single house. So I'm not having my trailer somewhere. This is like planned for a summer project that I want to actually build a tiny house. But right now I have something more that would you that you could call like um a, a micro apartment so i'm living in a micro apartment but since i prefer the term tiny house you have to live with that and this is also um you know a plan for the summer so this will be my journey to have and build a tiny house so as a tiny house travel girl i will tell you about my my journey basically it's a journey i think it's not just like this and that, and it's um, it's try and error for me. You know, I try one thing, I figure out, oh, this works nicely. I want to share this positive thoughts with you. And there's another thing that doesn't work at all. And, you know, maybe some of you can benefit from my experience. So, um, as I told you, I'm just back in lovely Styria and had the, the, the wonderful chance to have a second autumn and autumn is my favorite season so it was really cool to have like one autumn in Alaska and a second one in Styria and as I'm recording this podcast for you I'm just looking outside of the window in my lovely garden um, yes I live in a basement but I have a wonderful view outside in the garden and this is what makes I think that is the best thing about my flat, about my tiny house, that I have like the most gorgeous view into the garden. And um, I think my 
my tiny house is too small to have any pets and I'm just always on the run and it would not be fair to any animal. We have some sorts of animal at my mom's place and whenever I crave like for some doggy hugs and some sleepy like um what is it called? soft kitty purse I just go to my mom's place and you know get my cuddles there. Um, but here I have the joy of watching the squirrels and this might sound not as fancy but um, I have a favorite I, I think it's my pet squirrel meanwhile it's like the black fat one no stereotypical thing here but it's like an almost black squirrel and I think it is a little chubby because it tends to plunder this tiny birdhouse on one tree so um, you know when the others chase him he's always a little bit slower but um, I still love to watch him and he's my favorite. Or she, I don't know. I don't know how to distinguish the sexes of a, of a squirrel. Yeah, so this is a really lovely part when I look out of my office because um, I try to organize my tiny house um, into like certain smaller parts so that I can have, actually have some sort of like a house structure. So, I have a tiny kitchen but since my place is so small I also have the shower in the kitchen not a toilet yeah uh, this is like a maybe some sort of curious fact um, so when I told people about oh yeah I just moved back to to Graz and I love my tiny house um, but it has no toilet they're like what what the fuck you don't have a toilet and then I would go like yeah you know we girls we don't poop we don't pee you know we are just magical whatever um, it's not true it's not true, um, it's just like, um, <laughs> well, I have a toilet and I use it quite frequently because uh, yeah, I have this tiny bladder and I tend to go out a lot. So, um, basically when I want to go to the toilet, I just get out of the my flat's door, I walk a couple of steps, I take a, a ride and then I'm on the toilet. Um, I share the toilet with my with my neighbor, and he's a cool guy. So it's just like you know when you're living in a in a shared space or something. And um, you know, it's nothing special. It's not that far. It's like when I'm in my mom's house, it's the same distance or farther to go to the toilet. So it's not a big deal for me. I'm in the basement, so I go in my PJs, and I don't give a fuck if anybody sees me in my PJs. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. It, it's a little, you know. When it's winter and the floor is cold, I just have my not-so-fancy grandma slippers to not get cold feet. And it's not always as charming, but what else? It's 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 no big deal. So I just came back from Alaska and there I just had an outhouse. Um, so I had to go into the woods to go to an outhouse. And now I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a luxurious girl. I have my own toilet with a flush. So who cares if I have to walk a few steps? <laughs> okay, so um, what other like parts of my my tiny house are there? So I have an office which is basically my writing desk and um, some sort of like shelves with my books and stuff for university. Um, I'm a cultural anthropologist basically doing research about Inuit people in Alaska, which is basically not part of this podcast, but um, you know, I, this is one of the reasons why I love to travel to Alaska or why I first came to Alaska. Um, and so I like to work on that um, and then I have like a little living room uh, which is right now just a pile of banana boxes 
um, like wrapped in a blanket to make them look like not even like couch like but more like a bed or just a pile but um, my couch or like a secondhand couch will come soon and then I can get rid of these boxes and then I have like one of these um, uh, um, stock beds which is really nice so I have like basically my 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 um my my bedroom upstairs um and that is really nice because I heat my my tiny house with a small oil oven and the heat you know rises on top so I you know I switch off the the heating when I before I go to bed and I'm like really warm and cozy at night and that is really really a nice thing yeah so I think that's basically it. Um, right now it's still some sort of mess but um, I'm working on it and um, I figured out that since I came in contact with a tiny house concept and I know there are people they are building tiny houses and they're like super fancy and whatever and you can build a lot of stuff inside that is like hyper functional and stuff and I think that really makes sense but um, either you are like super talented and have a lot of resources then you can make it like also in a cheaper way or you just hire a company and they will build you anything for their price which might be reasonable but um, I'm a student I just came back from um, a longer trip so I have to really take care of my budget so for me it's also about sustainability so one of my goals right now is not to buy any fancy new stuff so try to go secondhand try to go with the shared care community which works perfectly well so I'm also like decluttering a lot and when I figure out oh I don't need that anymore I just got rid of it and I'm not wasting any stuff that is like good for people I bring it to free stores I share it with my friends I ask them hey do you need this or that and therefore I I work on getting more space in my really tiny frame I have um, that is really cool and I really prefer to right now the sharing concept because it's it's often better than a flea market where you're just freezing outside and then you have to argue with people for a reasonable price for stuff and if I just you know can donate it to someone and I see like the joy in their faces it's like it's so worth it I don't really mind you know it's just when you see that someone else appreciates your stuff and they're so happy with it that's really cool so I recently organized a cloth party and you know over 120 people went home with new clothes and had also free space in their closets but um, I think I'm just you know drifting apart and um, this should just be an introduction so you just learned that I like to talk a lot and I love to talk to you um, and I hope you also like to listen to me um, I'm English is not my mother tongue so if I make some strange grammar uh, mistakes or sometimes use the wrong vocabulary please pardon me I try to do my best um, also if you would like to see some pictures of my flat or like the work in process I will try to include them here in like some sort of like you know um, I, uh, how is it called like the covers of the of the podcast so I'll try to include it in that way but also if you would like to have a look um, you can follow me on Instagram so it's Nora underline and well what comes now is like the German pronunciation it's winter tag traum it's like winter daydream the translation so um, 
it's it's not really hard. I will just link up below so that you can easily find it and don't worry about pronunciation and whatever. So yeah, um, I can't wait to tell you about all the progress I had and about all the methods I learned and loved, um, like the KonMari method. I think this will be the next part of this podcast. So how I found KonMari, how I fell in love with this Japanese girl, how I got her book, which was a little tricky. Um, and yeah, so I hope you're all having a wonderful day. It's just Saturday here and I'm about to start like working on my flat, trying to make it nice, um, working on my university stuff, do some proofreading for a good friend of mine and, um, have like at least like one, two or 12 cups of tea meanwhile because I'm a tea addict and yeah, so have all a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.